Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu everyone. Welcome back to Muslim in Paraiso, a virtual space for a fairly new Muslim to share her journey as she navigates the intricacies, nuances, and beauty of her new deen Islam. And I'm your host, Miriam Saraj, and I am so happy to have you here with me. Alhamdulillah. And I can't wait to jump into this episode with you. In this episode, I'm, I'm kind of diving into a very intimate, intimate part of my, of my worship, of my deen, of my relationship to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and how, how they choose to speak to me and guide me. And I'm sharing an intimate moment, you know, in the hopes that it will reach others you know, who are trying to find a certain level of discernment. Others who might feel a little off or a little crazy for thinking that Allah is is speaking to them in this way. And then the hopes that it'll allow you and ultimately um, bring you closer and nearer to Allah, knowing that they have never left you, that they have never forsaken you, and that they are always there. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into this episode. Assalamu alaikum, everyone. Have you ever had an experience that like you truly, truly, truly cannot describe? I mean, like, no matter how hard you try, no matter how many adjectives, no matter how poetic it comes out that like the person that you're talking to is never going to really grasp the depths the energy, the connection, the joy, the bliss, whatever the case may be that surround the miraculousness of the event that you're trying to describe. Like, have y'all ever had an experience like that? Like, I have been having more and more experiences like that between me and Allah over the past month or two. And I had another moment just now as I was completing Isha. <laughs> and I'm going to try to describe it to y'all. And I, I'm going to try my best to describe it to y'all. But I know y'all aren't going to really grasp it because one is going to seem really simple. It's going to seem really coincidental but my spirit just smiles at knowing that it's so much more. It's so much more sacred and spiritual than the way that it's going to, it's going to come across. But I'm going to try anyway. I was woken up at exactly 2.20 this rising and I was woken up by my daughter's skin burning, burning up. Like so much so that it woke me up out of my sleep. And I was freaking out, you know. And I immediately went and got a thermometer and I took her temperature. And I took it and it was 100.7. You know, I'm like, okay, well, it's not too high. You know, let me take the covers off of her. You know, maybe it'll be all right. Let me take her off of me. And then, you know, to about 
15, 20 minutes later, I check it again and it's gone up to 101. And I'm like, okay, it's not going down, <laughs> you know? And so I decide to get out of the bed, you know, and go downstairs and start making the elderberry syrup that something told me in my spirit to start making last week and I didn't. And I should have, you know? And I start making it, you know, I start divvying out all my herbs and my elderberries and, you know, and all the things. And I come back upstairs to check her temperature again, and it's done climbed up to 102.1. And I'm just like, oh, Allah, 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 please help me, you know. And so I go back downstairs, I, I start making the elderberry syrup, my daughter wakes up and is crying, I immediately come up to help her and hold her and nurse her and all the things so she can feel comfortable and not be stressed out and make her temperature go up even higher. And then I'm done making the elderberry syrup, I give my daughter some water and some holy basil tincture and you know, she's starting to fall back to sleep and I tell her, hey, mommy, mommy needs to pray. You know, I, ne I need to pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and and ask him to, you know, heal you, to um, to comfort you, you know, and to make you feel better. And I roll out her prayer rug next to mine and I lay her down, you know, and I put a, a, a cover over her and I start praying to Hajit, you know, because at this point, I think it's three something in the morning. And and so I pray and I pray and I cry and I talk and I, I do it all out loud so she can hear me talking to our creator, you know, so a seed can be planted that there is nothing too small or nothing too big or nothing that you can't ask God, ask Allah to help you with. And y'all, I have never prayed so con convictingly, I don't know, like knowing that Allah was going to show up for my daughter, knowing that he was going to work a miracle and her fever was going to break. And I prayed and I prayed and I prayed and I prayed and and then I made zikr and my daughter was, you know, laying down, just almost half asleep, but not really wanting to be asleep because she wanted to be in my arms. And I made zikr and I, I read the Quran and I, I took note, you know, like all the things. And sure enough, you know, we go back to sleep. I'm in and out. I woke up on time for Fudger. I was like, what? I like woke up, did all that, and made Kiamule, went to Hudget, and then I went back to sleep, and I woke up, and I made Fudger on time, and I went back to sleep, then I woke up, and I made my tutoring session on time, and, you know, an hour and a half later, and, um, <laughs> and sure enough, by 10, 30, 11 o'clock, my daughter wakes up, and I check her temperature, and it's down to 99. I give her elderberry syrup. I check her temperature about two, three hours later. It's within normal range. And it's held there ever since. And she didn't have any other symptoms. She wasn't coughing. She wasn't sneezing. She didn't have a runny nose. She wasn't having trouble breathing. She wasn't vomiting. She didn't have diarrhea. You know, she was just burning up and had a fever. And 
Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. He, he answered my prayer so quickly and so swiftly with such ease. Because not only did he take her fever away, but he gave me a blissful, peace, peaceful day. Though despite me having a full docket of tutoring sessions, I managed to do a lot of things and start a new project, you know, to bring in passive income and create a better life for my daughter and I. And as I'm praying, Isha, I remember this Instagram post that I read. I can't remember the Instagrammer's name, but they talked about the power of Tahajit. They talked about the power of Kiamuleu. And they talked about how their son, or child, I think it was their son, woke them up in the middle of the night because he was ill. And she got up, or he got up, because it was nameless. I don't know if it's a Muslim or a Muslima. And they prayed to Hajit. They prayed Kiamuleu. And they said the next day their, their child was fine. And they posted that story to encourage us to continue praying for our Muslim brothers and sisters in Palestine, right, to speak to the power of dua, the power of tahajjud, the power of kiamuleu. And I thought back, right, like that, that post was placed on my spirit in the middle of my salat. And I know, I know that was God's way of saying, I'm telling you what to do. I'm right here. I just want you to come to me. I just want you to come to me. And it was like, I, I got you. Like I, at the time I smiled, I wasn't crying. Like I'm getting ready to cry right now. And it was like, I don't know y'all. It was like my spirit just got it. It was like the light switch was flipped. The connection was made like a, a new neural pathway was created, not from my brain to the rest of my body, but from my spirit directly to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to my rab, to my heart, to my spirit. And it was like this, I've been here all along. I just want you to come to me. I just want to spend time with you. I got you. Like that's, that's what it felt like and so much more. And as I'm sitting here thinking about Salat and the power of Tahajit and the power of prayer and the power of being Muslim, of being a devout, dedicated Muslim, not entertaining anything else, not trying to interweave or intertwine it with anything else because you don't need anything else except Islam. You don't need other practices. You don't need other spiritual beliefs or, or any of that. Like Islam is so complete. It's like, it's like, it's like making your dreams manifest, but then adding whipped cream and cherries and chocolate fudge and caramel on top. It's like unicorn sprinkles, <laughs> you know, like you don't need nothing else. 
don't cheat on Allah with 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 other religions or other faiths or other spiritual beliefs. Like, don't disrespect him like that. Don't dishonor her like that. And I'm digressing. So as I'm reflecting on Salah and the power of Dua and Tahajid and Kiamu and, you know, just like those nighttime odd hours of prayer where we're typically sleeping, that's where God is, right? And we're about 26, I don't know, days closer to Ramadan at this point, and I'm reflecting on what Ramadan was like for me last year and what the job was like for me last year and Shaban was like for me last year, and it was completely different than what it's like for me this year, okay? My first holy season, right? My job was easeful. It was blissful. It was exciting. It was full of energy. Shaban, pretty much the same thing. Ramadan was horrible for me, okay? It was, I was filled with so much anger and frustration and disappointment and it was a struggle and it was, it was, it was, I, I didn't like it. I was, I walked out of it feeling like if this was, is what Ramadan is like, oh my gosh, what am I in for for the rest of my days? And I would, I dreaded it. I went into Ramadan dreading fasting. You know, like I had days where I, I didn't fast all of Ramadan. I only fasted for maybe, maybe 12 to 15 days, maybe half of it. You know, I wasn't making all of my prayers on time. I wasn't making all of my prayers every day. It was, it was horrible, y'all. It was a horror show. But this year, this year has been the opposite. Rajab and Shab Rajab has, was, ooh, it was tough, but alhamdulillah, like, Allah still granted me grace and mercy because it wasn't as tough as it could have been. I had some, a lot of emotional, mental things going on, you know, um, having to come to terms with endings and losses and separations, you know, and just realities and a lot of tearful nights uh, of sadness and just, it was bad, <laughs> you know, and Shaban has been this beautiful mix of just there's been frustrations, there's been triggers, there's been heavy days, but there's been peace and ease and appreciation and growth in the midst of it. And I'm actually really, really looking forward to Ramadan. I'm, I feel more prepared. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to fasting. I'm looking forward to, especially now that I have a mosque home that I feel energized with and I look forward to going to. I'm excited to be spending more time in the mosque. I've been making my prayers every single day within, on time for the most part, or at least within the window. And if I don't, like I make them up as soon as I can. I'm excited. I'm I'm planning meals. I'm ready for iftar. I want to host, you know, an iftar or an eid or something at the house. Like I'm, I'm excited to share Ramadan with my baby. I have library books ready. I'm gonna have our charity, our sadaka set up. I'm 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 excited. I'm ready for it. 
And alhamdulillah, I'm I'm ready for the, the spiritual deepening and connection to Allah that everyone has been raving about, you know, that I didn't get a chance to experience last year. I'm ready for the Iman high that everyone just cannot stop talking and preaching about. Like I can feel it already happening in Jabban and Alhamdulillah, like I know that that is a blessing, a grace, and a mercy in and of itself because Rajab and Shaban are usually the toughest months, right? Because Iblis Shaitan, the Shaitin, 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 yeah, I don't know, but all of the negative entities that be know that they are about to get put away for 30 whole days. So they're trying their best, right, to rip you down, to tear you to shreds. So that way you do go into Ramadan the way that I went into Ramadan last year, you know, like dreading it, dreading it. You know what I'm saying? Or on the opposite side, depending on who you are, you might be indulging in all the desires like uh, all the luxuries and everything is going so well that you're going to dread Ramadan because you're going to have to give all those things up. Right. So either you are falling for the traps and tricks of the of, of shaitan and you're dreading having to give up all those worldly material, you know, quote unquote, peaceful, easeful, nice indulgences. Right. Or either you're fading it and it's hard and you're exhausted. Right. And so either way, you go into Ramadan dreading it or hopefully you're the third type and you're fighting it. You know, you're you're fighting the tricks, you're fighting the temptations, right? You're fighting the overindulgences and you're seeing the grace, right? You're seeing the growth, you're seeing, you know, like the lessons and you're learning the lessons, right? And you're at peace and ready for Ramadan. And that's who I am, you know, as a direct result of coming to my salat, of coming to my, my prayer mat and flowing, right, with the guidance and the nudges that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives me, like that Instagram post, right? I'm finding that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking to me in so many different mediums and is guiding me in so many different ways. And like my, my, my dear sister told me the other day, I'm starting to see full circle why things have happened and why things have gone the way they went in my past 12 months of life. And I'm, alhamdulillah, I'm in a place of maturity. I'm in a place of wisdom. I'm in a season of receiving, right? Of receiving the guidance. My, my doors are open. My heart is wide open and ready and and willing to receive and implement the guidance right to learn from the mistakes that i made last year and as a result as i'm as i was picking up this mic to try to come and, and converse with you all i had to stop for a second midway because i felt I felt the warmth and the light of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala holding me. I saw her holding me, wrapping her arms around me and me wrapping my arms around her and just being like, finally, finally we're here. 
And it felt like, it felt like that big mama, big sister vibe, you know, of having like this giant, big, strong, empowering, empowering, fortuitous woman with that is filled with energy and light just hold me like the big sister that I have always wanted, like the female compass and guidance that I have always needed and craved in my life. And it was like, I finally arrived, you know, like that's, that's what it felt like. It just felt like this homecoming. And I'm so grateful that there are no amount of words that I can describe. Hopefully everything I said has made some sort of sense. (laughs) I thought that this was going to be a little bit more informative, talking about the ins and outs of what Rajab is and why it's holy and the same thing with Shaban and Ramadan. But as always, it turned into something else. And I'm just curious if y'all have had experiences like this. And if you have, I would love for us to start a conversation, you know, below this podcast and if you don't feel comfortable for whatever reason please please find me i'm i'm wanting to connect with other muslimas who are having similar experiences or want to have similar experiences or have just started their journey and there's power in community there's sustainment in community there is elevation in community and that's something that I, I desperately want. And it's also one of the reasons why I started this podcast was to be able to reach out to you all in a way that um, allows me to be vulnerable and open and transparent and real and raw and to just really be able to share my truth um, and share my journey as I fall ever so deeply in love with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, um, yeah, I would love to hear from you. I would love to connect with you if this resonates with you. Oh my gosh, my heart. Marab, 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 rabik farli, astaghfirullah. Alhamdulillah. I'm going to stop it there because I think this, well, this is longer than I, I typically go, but I'm hoping and praying that y'all are in these last final weeks leading up to Ramadan, finding the ease as you navigate the trials and tribulations and that you're just flowing. You're flowing in the arms of Allah, knowing that you are divinely held and protected by him. And that everything, even the ugliest, ugliest moments, Allah is alchemizing for your highest good and that you take comfort in that. I know I am. And I hope that you do too. And I can't wait to share with you all my plans for Ramadan and share with you all what that 
what my Ramadan is, is, is like and what my baby's Ramadan is like and how she responds to things. <laughs> Inshallah, she'll respond with energy and excitement and a love and respect. <laughs> I'm trying to make this one of the most exciting times of her life. Um, so she'll keep coming back to it, as will I. So I'm gonna I'm gonna conclude on that note. Um, oh, I'm gonna say too, if you haven't checked out the website, please check out the website. I am creating, inshallah, some free resources for first time for reverts that have no idea what Islam is about. Who were or are like myself um everything is going to be free it's not going to be paid or anything like that so if you find yourself wondering the difference between salat and dua or wondering what duas are highly recommended or sunnah to do at specific times or how to make dua or how to make wudu or what rajab is and why it's so important just all the things please be on the lookout on my website maybe i'll i'll set up like an email newsletter list or something like that that you can sign up for um, so we can just deepen our connection to one another, right? And y'all can present y'all side of the conversation so it's not one-sided. Um, but I'm really excited about those things too because they've just been placed on my spirit to do and create and to um, offer completely, completely free. So be on the lookout for that. All right, y'all, I'm going to end it. Until next time, y'all, bismillah, I mean.